Now I want to invite you to be a part of this very special workshop in Houston, Texas on January the 12th, 2019. We're going to be talking about Create, Publish, and Profit. In this workshop, I'm going to teach you how to take your message, your passion, your ideas, your experience, and your expertise and translate that into a published work. Whether that's a published book or maybe even an online course, we're gonna teach you a step-by-step -step process how to take your passion and your message and get it to the masses of people around the world. We're gonna spend a great deal of our time that day talking about the book publishing process. Nothing gives you greater credibility and more authority in the marketplace than to have a published book, a book with your name on it that contains your expertise, your wisdom, the, the very unique gift that you carry published on the page. We're gonna give you again a step-by-step -step process to go from idea to having the book printed and in your hand. Because we wanna keep this intimate and in a, in a real workshop format, we're capping the registration at 50 people. Right now at the time of this taping, we've got 50 seats available, but they're going to go very quickly. I encourage you to act now and reserve your seat. Again, that date is January the 12th, 2019 in the Houston, Texas area. I really wanna see you there. I believe you have something to say. I believe you have a difference-making message that the world needs to read and hear. I wanna see you in the room with me January 12th, 2019. I look forward to seeing you soon. So how do we navigate changes in relationships? How do we recognize when a relationship's season is coming to an end? Are all relationships meant for a lifetime? What, what do we do when a relationship that's a good relationship even is tested or experiences some sort of a, a challenge? How do we steward these transitions in relationships as they move from one level or one season to another? Today on the program, I'm going to continue my series on relationships, and we're going to be looking at these and other questions talking about how we steward the different seasons in our relationships. I'm looking forward to doing this with you right now. So let's, let's begin. Last week, we spoke a little bit about the five levels of relationships, these, these, that, that concentric circle, the matrix, if you will, and knowing how important it is, one, to know yourself to begin with, but then to identify where does each relationship in my life fit? Are, are these people family members? Are they friends, acquaintances? Are they just a part of my tribe or the crowd? Uh, are they just a part of the noise? Or maybe, maybe if we're really honest, we find that some relationships in our life are toxic. They're not healthy. They belong in that fools or enemies category, all right? I know those are strong words, but it's so vital that we know where relationships fit. One of the things we visited was that some relationships are for certain seasons only. 
We also talked about how some relationships are truly meant to be lifetime relationships. Some relationships are situational, job, school, career, uh, church maybe, whatever that may be, a contract you're working on right now. And then some relationships are very strategic. They come into our life at a very important time for a very important reason, and they are meant to help us arrive at that next level. All relationships, this is a basis, all relationships that are healthy are given by God for mutual benefit. Very important. It means I'm adding value, the other person's adding value to me. All right, now, here's the key to know. Remember that circle. Remember the various points in that circle. Throughout our lifetime, people will move from one circle to another, to another, to another. And what, once a person arrives in one category of relationship, it doesn't mean they're going to stay there forever. Today, I want to talk about the inevitable testing or at the very least, the very real change that will come to every single relationship you and I have. And we're going to talk about how to steward or handle that in a healthy, good way so that you maximize the benefit of what that relationship can mean to your life. You've heard me say this, my gosh, hundreds of times on this program. Living things grow. Growing things change. Living things grow. Growing things change. That means every relationship that I have should be in a perpetual motion and moving in the direction of growth, both interpersonally and collectively. Anything that is healthy is in a constant state of flux. Anything. It's just the way life is. A static relationship becomes stale and of little use. That's right. A static relationship becomes very stale and very quickly becomes an unhealthy component in your life. Every relationship, this is very key, will be presented with opportunities to grow to another level or a deeper level. That's just the way relationships work. Now, there are three ways or three things that can bring about this change, either positive or negative, in these relationships. Number one, testing, a real test, a real major challenge, a big brouhaha, something that's really big. All right, Those things do happen in relationships. Number two, as we mentioned before, it could just be the season of the relationship comes to an end. Number three, it could be just personal choice. You know, I don't like this person anymore. I, I don't feel like there's benefit here. Uh, I, I feel like that it, it's, it's creating drag on my ability to, to move forward and I need to make a change. All right? Testing seasons and personal choice or preference. Now, let's talk about testing. This is a big one. Almost always, this opportunity comes in the form of a pretty big deal, something big that happens, okay? Uh, I, I'll tell you a story that I think will relate to you. I have one of the most precious individuals in my life, a person who's been a true friend for more than 20 years, actually 22, 23 years in my life. <clears throat> and for a long time in our relationship, I was actually in some many ways serving this person, what God had, was doing in their life. 
and we had great relationship. We were friends, we were associates, and we worked together. And uh, there was a particular conversation that was happening around a dinner table one night. It was casual, it was family. This person was there with us, and uh, we were talking about politics. It was an election year, and I made a really strong, harsh comment about a particular political figure. It's back when I was a lot younger, didn't know when to keep my mouth shut. And I made this comment, and, and I didn't think anything of it. What I did not know was that the specific words I had chosen to express my malcontent with this politician had deeply hurt and deeply offended my friend. In fact, what really happened was is that this person, when they heard the specific words I used, it took them back to a memory in their youth when someone that they really respected, really looked up to, abused them, hurt them, and maligned them. And it brought that old, unresolved issue flooding back in their mind with deep emotions And they had no choice in that moment but to associate my words with an old wound. I had no idea. It was later that night that we were here in our home and and I could tell something was up, man, because this person was just incredibly quiet, very emotional. And I kept trying to press and find out what was going on and they refused to talk about it. And finally, if you know me in relationships, I'm going to press in because if I've hurt somebody, I'm going to make it right. I want, to, I want to deal with it truthfully, honestly, and get it on the table. That's just how I tend to roll. Uh, and so finally this person just exploded with emotion and shared what had happened to them. And that what I said that night you know, made them think that I was going to do the same thing to them that someone else had done to them many years before. It was a big test. It was a big, big test. And I had so deeply hurt this person, so deeply offended them, And it so reminded them of something painful in their past that for months our relationship was in a very vulnerable place. What I didn't tell you was just a few weeks before this incident, this person who is very discerning, very spiritual, said to me, I feel like our relationship needs to grow to another level. But that scares me because I know to grow to a different level, our relationship has to be tested. Here we are now weeks later in the middle of this torrential test. I'm afraid I'm going to lose a friend. He's afraid I'm going to take advantage. There's all this stuff swirling around. I said, I'm committed to this relationship. I'm committed to doing what is right by you. I will walk this to the very end if you'll walk it with me. We, we just persisted. And you know what happened over time? Over months, our relationship not only healed around that incident that happened, But our relationship was catapulted to a new level of trust, a new level of of, uh, intimacy, a new level of relationship that I didn't even know we could get to, but we did because it was tested and we passed the test and that allowed us promotion in our relationship. All right? Not every relationship is for every season. We know that. But just because a relationship is being tested doesn't mean the season's over. You have to be able to discern, is this just a test or is this an indication the season's coming to an end? I know a lot of people that throw away relationships because of a test. Don't do it. If you're a spiritual person, I would encourage you to pray. Ask the Holy Spirit 
to help you to see, is this a relationship I should fight for and to persist with and to walk this out? Or is this an indication that it's time for me to do something different? You have to be able to discern that. And if you're a true covenantal friend, you will walk the process all the way through to the end no matter what. Testing is going to come. If you pass the test, you graduate. If you don't pass the test, the relationship is going to end in a very bitter and dangerous place. Let's talk about seasons. Sometimes God will send a person into your life for a season. And in that season, it's, it's a strategic relationship. It's meaningful. It is there to assist you to get to the next level. And uh, sometimes that season involves particular roles you may play. Maybe you work for a person, work alongside a person. Maybe the person works for you. Maybe they're a strategic partnership. Uh, maybe they're a contract you're working with. Whatever that may a pastor, a mentor, a coach. But it's for a season, all right? Sometimes it, it happens for a season. And, and you have to know, is this a role that I'm playing? And when the role comes to an end, the relationship's over. Or when the role comes to an end, does the relationship change? Think about that. Sometimes just because you're no longer working for a person doesn't mean you have to sever or, or disconnect from the relationship. It simply means the relationship has to be redefined. It has to be reset around different parameters, around different uh, focal points, all right? I've been through a lot of this lately. In fact, in the last five, six years, I've had to reset or rethink or re uh, redesign a number of relationships based on the fact that I'm no longer in the role that I was in for so many years, all right? Because for years, people looked to me as a pastor, and now that I'm not in that full-time role of pastoring, now people that want to call me pastor and want to see me as pastor, we've got to learn how to, to relate differently now. It's just you have to know how to navigate seasons. And seasons don't necessarily mean the relationship's coming to an end. It may just mean that it's changing. But however, let me just point out, not every relationship is going to go with you to the next level. Sometimes... It's designed by God to go with you to the next level, but the other person involved chooses not to make the transition for whatever reason. And let me tell you what, you can't fix that, you can't change that, you can't force the issue, all right? The other person has to decide they're willing to grow and to shift and to change. And if they're not willing to make the journey, it's not your problem. Don't give up the dream and the destination God has for you on the basis of someone else's unwillingness to move with you, okay? Know the season and discern how it's best to handle that. Let's talk lastly about personal choice. We've kind of mentioned it here. But when you decide to make significant changes in your life, it's going to impact your relationships. Not everyone's going to understand the changes that you're making. And some of that's just because they're not on the same path you are. They're not on the same journey you are. They're not maybe even being led in the same direction that you are. And that's okay. You can't fault them for not understanding when they're not on the same path experiencing the same things you're experiencing. All right? But sometimes people choose not to go with you for whatever the reason. And here's the deal. you got to be okay with that. you just got to be okay with it. Uh, here, here's a, a metaphor that I understood some time ago. I'm on a highway, a super highway, and I'm hanging out with people, and I'm doing life with all these people. And then <clears throat> the direction that my life takes 
requires me to take the exit ramp off of that super highway. And for a while, I'm just on the service road right beside. I'm running parallel so I can still see my friends. I can still talk with my friends. I can still uh, relate with them on some level. But then I get to the decision point and I have to make a right-hand turn. And maybe that right-hand turn is not 90 degrees or 180 degrees. Maybe it's just a, a little jut off to the side here, a 30-degree change here. For a little while... The path is going, and I'm, I can still see them, talk to them. But the further I get down my path, the more distance has been created between me and them because we're going different directions now. And the further we go, the longer we go, the less they understand, the harder it is for them to relate to you. It's okay. Just do what you got to do and be okay with it. If you're committed to that path and willing to go after what God has for you at the end of that path, then you got to realize not everybody's going to go with you where you go, all right? Seven things you can do when a relationship is tested. These are important, write these down. Number one, when a relationship is tested, don't react, just be still. Give it some time, let the dust settle, and then work through it. Number two, pray. Now, maybe you're not a religious person or a spiritual person, but I promise you, take time to meditate, to pray, to talk to the Lord, your Creator, just, just find a way to tap into something bigger than you to, to get understanding about what's happening. I promise you, if you'll pursue understanding, you'll get understanding. Number three, look in the mirror and take accountability for your part in the testing. This is vitally important. It does no one any good to point fingers, place the blame, and go to fighting to make your point. First of all, take accountability for you and make sure your heart is right in the relationship. Number four, when your heart is right, go to that person and talk to them, but only when your heart's right. That's the, that's the thing to do. Number five, seek to understand their point of view. Hear them, listen to them, not with, not with the motivation to find how you're going to come back at them, but listen, seek to understand their heart and what they're dealing with, okay? Number six, offer Forgiveness if you need to forgive them. Ask for forgiveness if forgiveness is needed. Either way, somebody's got to do, do some talking here. And the last thing is push reset. Graduate together. Take the relationship to the new level based on a new set of criteria. Very, very important. Last thing I want to give you here is seven things to check when a relationship seems to be changing. <clears throat> Very important. Number one, understand the season that you're presently in. Number two, is the relationship ending or is it just changing? It's a question you must answer accurately. Number three, is God requiring something of you, some change in you concerning this relationship? That's, that's an inquiry you want to make. Has your change, number four, has your change in direction constituted a separation or an adjustment. Number five, is this relationship moving from one level to another or is it ending? Has, number six, has the relationship become toxic or limiting to your moving with God into this new season? Be honest with yourself about it. Seven, does this relationship add value to you or is it sucking the life from you? Hard questions, but things you must ask. So I'm going to leave you with this today. 
Are there relationships in your life right now that you know need your attention? You've got to make some decisions. Number two, have you experienced testing like I've talked about in this session? And do you feel like right now it's still undone? It's not settled. If so, it's time to work on it. Number three, is there someone in your life that you need to make things right with? Critically important. Is there a relationship that you know God's requiring you to let go of? Oh, this is the hard one, man. When you know it's time to say goodbye to a relationship, it doesn't mean you're not friendly to them when you see them. It just means I'm no longer going to... That person's not in my inner circle any longer. In fact, at best, they're part of the crowd. Because I can't invest in too many people at one time. But to let go is hard. It's painful, but necessary. The last one is, are you willing to trust God with your relationships? If you hear him say, you need to cut that one loose, are you willing to trust him with that? Big stuff. When you make space for new relationships, I promise you this, my experience, God will send you the relationships you need. Next week, we're going to take this to a different level altogether. I look forward to seeing you back here very soon. Mm -hmm.